Hello, this is Rafal Davidovich. It is Wednesday, which means it is Nach Wednesday. And we are now up to Sefer Yehoshua Perk Ches, which is the book, the book of Joshua, chapter 8, which is really continuing on the heels of chapter 7. If you recall in chapter 7, we had a rather disastrous result in which the Jewish people thought they could conquer the city of Ai with no trouble and minimal effort, and they only sent 3,000 men to strike the city, and they failed, and not only that, 36 men were killed as a result, and Yoshua broke down and was told by Hashem that this was due to people taking from the spoils of Yericho. The person, the family of Achan was found to have taken the spoils, they were killed, and now we continue with chapter 8. Chapter 8 is now, for the most part, about how they conquered the city of Ai. And we learn a few things. First of all, Hashem tells Yeshua, Al-Tirav al-Techas, do not be afraid, do not lose courage. Now you can do it. Kach imcha eskol am hamilchama. Now take all the men of war. Meaning, this is not a game. This is not something in which you should expect a miracle. Take the whole nation, you, Yehoshua. Don't just send your people to take care of it. Do it yourself. Take a lot of men and go and conquer the city of Ai. So this is what he does. And in fact, he takes a large contingent of people. Verse 3 says he takes 30,000 warriors. But he doesn't just do it in the manner of a conventional battle. Yeshua does something which actually was of interest to someone I first learned Sefer Yehoshua with back in my Newport News days, which is that he utilized a military strategy over here. It was a fascinating ruse, which really spells out, in a way, the way that the Jewish people have dealt with Olam Hazeh, with this world, which is sometimes you just can't expect to win if you take an entrenched party head-on. And you have to use your brains. You have to use strategy. This, unfortunately, has led people to the anti-Semitic attack of accusing the Jews of being crafty and of cheating. But over here, the Jewish people had a task, which was to conquer Eretz Canaan, to conquer the land. So he arranged for the strategy of a bait-and-switch, in a way, that he had one group of 5,000 soldiers go and act as if they wanted to take the city head-on. And 5,000 is only a little more than the previous battle. The men of Ai then ran outside of the city, thought that they could pursue and defeat them as they had earlier. In the meantime, Yehoshua had 25,000 other Jewish soldiers hiding in the north of the city as they were running out. And then, as the men of Ai ran out the city to pursue the 5,000, the 25,000 Jewish soldiers run into the city and take it. And this leads the 5,000 to freak out, which then leads the 5,000 Jewish soldiers to, um, to pursue them, which include Yehoshua. Yehoshua made the signal by raising his hand up in the sky. You can imagine this would be quite a, an artwork to show Yehoshua raising his hand up and as a signal for the rest of the Jews to attack the city. And in this way, both the 
25,000 that ran into the city and the 5,000 go and totally conquer and destroy the city of Ai. After the city is destroyed, the Posuk describes interestingly how even though they hanged the king of Ai, they took his body down before sunset and then they gave him a burial which is something that is mentioned in Chumash, is something you should do if someone gets the death penalty, that you hang their body, and but then they need to be buried, which is usually the practice we think of as being for Jews, but they offered the king of Ai this form of respect. And in this way, the Jewish people conquered now their second city, the first being Yericho, but the second, the second city was conquered through regular human means, meaning not relying on a miracle. And in fact, Yehoshua makes a specific point of saying that they would be allowed to take from the spoils of the city, which was a big difference from what you must remember of the city of Yericho, where they were not allowed to take any spoils at all. This was not merely a sign of regret that they were too strict with Yericho. I think that would be an incorrect way of viewing it. Instead, it's really about saying, you can take the spoils because you have conquered this city. When it came to Yericho, the Jewish people didn't really conquer the city. Hashem conquered it for them through that miraculous earthquake that took place, which, which brought down the walls of Yericho. So now that they have conquered their first city through natural means, derech hateva, as we say in Hebrew, now, with this, they took the next step. And the next step is another fulfillment of how Yehoshua is the true successor to Moshe Rabbeinu and fulfilling all the things that Moshe did not get to fulfill, which is that they go to the famous mountains of Har Grizim and Har Eval, and when they go to this location, they build an altar, as is said in the Torah, you can look it up in Parshas Kisavo, and then they have all the people standing on these two mountains, and the Kohanim in the middle, issuing blessings and curses, on uh, meaning blessed are the people who keep the Torah, and cursed are the people who do not, and this is an exact fulfillment of what it is that Hashem told Moshe should happen when they entered the land. And now, with the conquest of the city of Ai, they, the Jews, have truly begun to conquer the land. And as the last verse says, Lo There was not a single word of everything that Moshe had commanded them to do that Yehoshua did not proclaim to the entire community of Israel, men, women, children, even the strangers that had joined them and were living in their midst. And that is the conclusion of our summary of chapter 8.